This is a podcast about how to talk to people you don't agree with. My name is Georgia Twig. Welcome to episode two. So if you're joining us after listening to the first episode, then great. If you haven't listened to the first episode yet, I don't know how much sense this is going to make without it, so I'd recommend going back. In the last episode, we covered basics of neuroscience, habit forming, why we do it, getting comfortable with ideas of change within ourselves, and some of the blocks to good dialogue. Part of the episode was formed of a guided exercise, and after some feedback on that and working on it a bit further since, what I'm going to do is make an extra episode that will be at the end of all of these that is just that guided exercise so that you can return to it, because a lot of people find it confusing the first time they do it, and that makes a lot of sense. So if it's there, fully laid out and pausable and isolated, then it should be a better resource. So that will arrive at some point. But in the meantime, here is episode two. We're going to cover something called AWS, which is an acronym for open-ended questions, affirmations, reflective listening and summaries. And these are the things that are conducive to good dialogue. But rather than talk about that now, I am going to hand you over to myself in another time to do that for me. So please enjoy episode two. This is the acronym that has been developed to help us remember how to have a really good open conversation. And the acronym is AWS, O-A-R-S. And if you like, you can think about it because AWS take us forwards, don't they? But also, if you're using AWS, you're going backwards, which I think is a good metaphor for the fact that we have to stay open to not knowing what's coming in the conversation. Um, going into these things, being grounded, enough in who we are and, and, and our beliefs and why we're in this conversation, that we can be open to the unexpected coming out. And, and I will talk more about that. Oars. O is for open-ended questions. So not yes, no questions. Questions that feel like you honestly don't know the answer yet and you want to find out what that person's going to tell you. So in open-ended questions, you're trying to open up the space in front of you and make uh, show that this is a space for things to enter into and to be safe in that space, rather than directive and sending people down a channel where, of where you want them to go, where you believe they'll go, where you think this conversation will go. The A is for affirmations, so acknowledging a person's positive attributes and strengths which is a really positive tool in two ways, because you can have rapport with the individual. They will feel like you're looking at them and not judging them completely with negativity. And at the same time, just choosing something positive to find about a person can warm you towards them. And that warmth is where transformation happens. So, you know, I've worked with a lot of people who've done a lot of things and it's very rare that there isn't something you can find to try and be warm about towards that person 
You don't, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to hugely love, it doesn't have to be radical love that you're pouring out. It can just be like, well, I can see you obviously really care about your job, family, uh, you're passionate. I can see that you're really passionate about this. I can see you're devoted to it. You can choose something. Try and choose something, you know, relatively. It depend, it'll depend on the situation very much. We're, like uh, When we did the workshop for people campaigning to legalize abortion, and they were talking about having a conversation around the dinner table at Christmas, so it was just before Christmas, and saying, look, Mum, I, I can see that you feel like you're coming from a place of, of care. Um, and I, you know, I love that you, you know that I love that you care so much. And that's a huge part of our relationship. But at the same time, I need to talk about what I care about as well. So just trying to pull out that positive. Or, Dad, I know that a lot of, I've, like, so it's something I've said to my dad. A lot, I, I know that you feel, like, a lot of this anger comes because you, you care so much about us and you feel worried about that but I really need you to calm I need you to be calmer for me to be able to talk to you the thing is if you're going to have a conversation with somebody where there's a disagreement there is going to be conflict and this is where some work on preparing yourself grounding yourself in the moment and looking after yourself afterwards comes into it so none of these strategies are going to magically make a difficult conversation like um, a chat with a cup of tea. Um, there, yeah, there will. And, and what it mostly comes down to is how you yourself manifest the tone you want and you manifest the situation that you want for this relationship and you hold that until this person joins you at that point. Um, it is hard. It does take work, but it is effective. I've done this with my dad. I've done this with some very unwell people um, and also in debates around the election and things like that. So, like I said, you're choosing to be therapeutic in this. You're choosing to change the tone of the conversation from what people are used to engaging with and basically modeling how you want to be talked to until that person joins you. And sometimes people don't join you there and you just leave or you come back later. Um, you can sow the seed of change for somebody and it does, it's probably not going to happen in front of you then. I would say with my, my dad's got a lot of, I love my dad, he's a great person, he's got a lot of anger issues. Um, and I would say for me, that piece of work has been like seven or eight years, but I feel like we're in a very good place now. Not everybody has, everybody has their own unique relationships that they can or, can or cannot change. But what I found was a way for me to be different in that relationship. Um, so, again, as much as I can give these strategies, it's about the personal practice and working out where, what, what you're going to do with it and where you're going to use it and where it's going to work for you and where it isn't. I think you should always say things that you, that you mean. Um, people, and that's the thing. There has to be a level of honesty. You have to find something you actually can affirm. And if you want to say that you are grateful, because people will see if you, can't, if you don't. And then that will make everything worse. There needs to be like sincerity there. So if you are grateful, you can say, I am so grateful for these things that you've done. And at the same time, that the things I need to address with you now don't detract from that. But I just really want to, I really want to work and have our relationship. And I want it to be the best it can be. So 
I would love for you to meet me here and talk about this. Whatever words feel right for you and your parent and you and the words you would say. Yeah. Don't like, I'm not getting, these are not scripts, definitely. Like, everybody should sound like themselves. You don't have to sound like Webster Man right now. Um, so after affirmations, uh, it's kind of reflective listening. So making sure that you're actually hearing the words the person is saying, and a good way to do that is to plan to know that in your conversation you're going to try and reflect back some of that stuff. So you're actually hearing it, and somebody feeling actually heard and you actually hearing them will completely change conversations. I know that I still check myself to make sure that I'm not just saying what I've prepared. And if I find myself clinging to something in like a conversation that I'm waiting for a chance to put in there, then to try and go through a practice of like, let's let go of that because if it needs to come up, it will come up. Um, yeah, so trying to reflect me listening. And then um, something called summary statements. So if you're feeling a bit lost and it's all going a bit like haywire and asking just like, can we just go over, like this is what I think has been said and this is what I hope you've heard from me. Is that right to you? And trying to just sum it up. And that can give you points. If everything's just gone like, whew, everywhere. Um, just a point to kind of pull it all in, have a little look at what you've got, and then hopefully move forwards in your conversation. So if it's like you're talking to somebody on the doorstep about Brexit, and they're like, the EU takes all of our... So what I hear is that you're really worried about this thing. And I feel like I've said that, is that true? It's like, yeah, it's like, okay. So, and then that's a good point to try and like say, well, shall we move forward? The one thing I will say, so just when, when if something's happening and they're like, that's not what I said, la la la, and you're feeling a bit in this maelstrom, like we're saying, um, a nice metaphor, I like metaphors, um, is a palm tree, because a palm tree is flexible, it's rooted in the ground. A hurricane can come and blow it, and it can go almost horizontal to the ground, and then it returns. So just keep yourself centered. Be a palm tree. Allow people to bring new ideas to you. Swirl around and just be confident that you will, you'll return to where you were and, and who you were at the end of it. Okay? So to take away the sense of defensiveness and threat from yourself and model fluidity or flexibility, to stay with the metaphor, um, to allow that person to also do that. So that was episode two. Thank you for listening. Um, in episode three, we are going to talk about setting the intention for why you're having the conversation. So that would be, why is it the right time for you to enter the conversation? Are you the right person? What is the meaning of this conversation for you? And some strategies to prepare you for this emotionally. Strategies before you have the conversation, strategies during and after. So how to look after yourself after you've been through something quite difficult like this kind of conversations that we're talking about so there are two more episodes to go and i hope to see you there with thanks to joward space for letting us record this talk and to keep it complex for making this happen ta-ra